guys. Welcome to Call Me Whenever. I'm Shivani. And I'm Chinaza. And yeah, that's our duo. Today I was watching the Olympics and I watch the Olympics every four years. Like, as you know, I'm an Olympics stan and I'm such an Olympics fan that I've written literally historical essays about like women's gymnastics and like Olympic gymnasts. Um, I just, I don't know, I've grown up kind of being a sucker for all of the glitz and glam and like the honor of countries and seeing the opening ceremony and all that stuff. So I, as you can imagine, am super stoked for the 2021 election, election, <laughs> election, I'm dead, the, the Olympics, <laughs> the 2020 elections were also really fun, but <laughs> that is not the topic of this fun. podcast. You can check our podcast i don't really even remember the episode anymore it might have been episode 16 with kamala harris it was uh, yeah i don't good know if it was memory. episode 16 good memory someone fact check us if, if we're wrong let us know Maybe you can in take the my apple spot. let us know in the apple podcast review section <laughs> let us know because hey maybe you can replace me as the new co-host <laughs> call me whenever but um shivani's looking at me like no <laughs> yeah i was like a kiki funny <laughs> but yeah i'm um, obviously like for those of you who don't know the olympics happens the summer olympics and the winter olympics are separate they have different sports they happen every four years and i think there's two years in between the summer and the olympic the summer and winter Olympics, so there's always, like, an Olympics every two years. I'm not 100% sure about that, but that's just what I think. But since the beginning of time, I don't know when that was, but they used to have these Olympic tournaments. This is a little history lesson. Um, they used to have these tournaments, like, in Greece, or was it Rome? It was, it was embedded in there somewhere in, like, the ancient kind of Renaissance time, and now we've picked it up and it's more of an international thing now. But um, it happens every four years, 2012, 2016. And it was supposed to happen 2020 and it didn't. And so now they're doing it in 2021 in Tokyo. So, so does that mean I've that they're going to um, like it's going to be odd numbers from now on? So it's it's going to be like 2025, 2029. That, that's a great question. I hope not. Even though 2025, I love that year, not only because that's supposed to be the year that third grade me was supposed to get married, which <laughs> isn't happening anymore, but 20, 25 is like my favorite, one of my favorite numbers, just because it's a square root number. It's just so perfect. It's a perfect square. I love that. Five squared, 25. And it's, I don't know, 25 is also a quarter of 100. Like, it's just an all around wonderful number. But other than that, 2029. 20, I don't know. I'd much I like rather twenty twenty nine. Just... I like nines. <laughs> you do well. Like that's also a perfect square. But that's not so the point. Yeah. I guess my question was just like, are they gonna keep it odd? I wonder because, um, I kind of liked how they did the evens. Like it just made sense. Like ever since growing up, like I, you know, like what year, like you know, it's all gonna and, happen. Yeah. So, but I, I don't. I think it would just make sense that they would do four years from now, cause like. It wouldn't be fair to like those that are competing to do like three years to like fix their of training. Yeah, like it doesn't. It it would not be fair. So I highly doubt that they're gonna go back to like twenty twenty four. Yeah, <laughs> like, I feel like it makes sense um, to keep the course, but it also doesn't because I feel like 
with the financially it probably it might not because i know that they like put everything in order like in they like advance, buy out also, like stadiums like they let like exactly. major cities know that like that's where they're hosting and stuff but i mean and i think and not even oh go i ahead. was just gonna say that even for the olympics like i think that they also like clear out people who own businesses sometimes they'll just be like we need this space or like the government oh, really? will like buy i didn't out. know that Depending i on thought the country, that it actually was just like more of like an influx of like for for the economy so if anything it's not really like them ousting those businesses but rather like it helping that nation's like biz majority of those businesses because everyone from like god knows where is they're all like f- coming to one major city in that country you know but i didn't know that i had no idea i think uh, it's definitely prosperous in the moment but it would be interesting to find out what like, the long-term economic effects of that are for like certain cities obviously they're always major cities so i think tokyo will be fine but like when they have it in like um more developing countries it'd be interesting to see what the long-term economic effects are on those cities that's not my job because i'm not an economist <laughs> and i they had it in montreal too like class. that was really cool because like yeah not that like it's so funny though because like we went to go visit like that dome that they like held mm. the olympics and i was like and what <laughs> like what am i supposed to do with an empty dome like obviously are you not a sightseer type no well i am but not for like the olympics i don't know i think the olympics are just like you said like super cool and like it's just so crazy to like see another human being doing something so extraordinary and so it's always amazing to watch and i i love like certain like events more than others but um hey we're gonna i'm gonna stop you right there you're gonna have to elaborate on that because i need to know i think i have an idea so i, I love feel like you i love like, like the, the show stopping ones yeah and like i okay so like i love all the swimming ones like i will be absolutely on the edge of my seat like eating popcorn and and then really honestly crapping on like the bad swimmers which is so funny because like i could never beat any of them but no i love the swimmers um definitely like the gymnasts like i that's always a good time and like the figure skaters i really enjoy watching like their like their performances um especially like uh i forget their names but i think you know who i'm talking the twin the the brother and sister no i'm talking about like they're like childhood friends from canada do you know what i'm talking about oh the ones who got they didn't get married i don't think yeah but they they? should be married because the chemistry is literally there like i ship them so hard even though like i think the guy is blonde right and the girl has brown hair i think so i think so i I think the guy was honestly like brunette but honestly you might be right i don't know no, I think I know who you're talking about. I'm going to look them up. Yeah, so, like, I, <laughs> I love them. Um, and that's actually how I, like, liked figure, like, watching figure skating because I just found that so fascinating because it's, like, it's dance on, like, steroids, essentially, because you're, you're coming up with a whole routine and it's skating insane. on ice. It's just amazing to watch. So, like, those three, I think, are, like, really, like, my top. And then yeah honestly that's pretty much it and of course i like the track and like the track and field is always a good time too but like 
I, I don't know like those aren't like my favorite because like you're always gonna sit down and watch those like that's like a mandatory yeah. thing you should be doing <laughs> i was trying to find on google like the dance the the skating pair that you're talking about and i couldn't i don't know why because i feel like apparently there are a lot of narratives that are like framed around figure skaters who are really good and who have been competing since childhood and then now they should be married or they should be dating but instead they're just best friends or they're trying to keep the relationship private so apparently that's a long-running narrative but i will update the description if we do or if i do discover this pair i'm cracking but up I, have I think her name is like gabe not gaby <laughs> i think her name is gabby something i think if i'm like thinking right and they're both from canada so they were representing canada i think 20 i really want to say 2017 for some reason but i'm probably wrong maybe it was like 2014 i remember in high school watching them yeah skate. and like and i think it might it was just so crazy year. i think the chemistry is what really like blew me like off the rocks like i really think that they should be married i don't know like i really like deep down as a fan i really want to know if they ever like had feelings for each other because they apparently according to like the press they never got together they were never boyfriend girlfriend like they're just really best friends the guy has a girlfriend i think the girl is like what? dating no that makes me athlete. sad because before it's like oh there's no competition they'll get they'll find each other but once he has a girlfriend i'm like no and she has like she's dating like an athlete like a um uh an ice hockey player so it's like athletes it's interesting because athletes tend to date athletes, athletes. even in like the um, even in what's college her name? simone biles she's she like married. broke up not with married. her other athlete called her married she's not married not yet <laughs> she broke up with her other like athlete boyfriend and now because i think he was a gymnast as well like her first boyfriend oh no she he she's with now like, she's a football, with a football player, player or something yeah yeah but she was in a serious relationship before that with like oh. i think a fellow gymnast Word. but then they broke up and but she popped right back off and now is with a football player who's fine and, and they look I so cute up. together he's so supportive of like what she does yeah. like there was like actually like a tweet or like an instagram poster or something and in the caption he was like this is the first time i got to see you compete and i now understand like the hard work that goes into this like i'm so proud of I, you. I also oh, saw I, that oh my god i was crying because i was just like i think some people don't appreciate like or respect gymnastics as a sport or even a sport like figure skating because of how beautifully presentable it looks like um on paper like on face value but like these are some of the strongest people in the world like even ballet dancers like they're using every single muscle they've got to perform these stunts and tricks that look so pretty on ice and pretty on the beam and they look elegant but it's even painful to make these things look elegant because it's literally asking every single joint of yours to to kind of defy what it was meant to do and I think that you can speak to that a little bit, Shivani, because you were a dancer like <laughs> for years. I did ballet for like a heartbeat. <laughs> I did I'm it for like, dead. but like maybe what a we year do is half. like not even comparable to what like these Olympians do. You know, like of course, like yeah, like I have danced and I've experienced a fraction of like the pain that they go through with a smile. <laughs> like, yeah, like I remember, like if I ever like was like tired 
not that I was a quitter, but I was definitely like, mm, like, I don't have to put myself through this. Like, I'm just doing this for fun. Like, I'm not competing for anything. Like, I'm just doing this because I enjoy it. <laughs> so I never like put like myself through pain like so many of these athletes mm -hmm. do. I mean, I've sprained like both of my knees and both of my ankles. <laughs> yeah but like other than that like those are such like other minor than injuries. that <laughs> no but those are like <laughs> that was no so, biggie those are like so like minor like compared to like you know like what like true athletes go through but yeah like no i think like something. it's just crazy like how much like training and tears and pain and all of that they go through sacrifice from everybody involved and like it's all so parties. cool it's so cool to see like there's the significant other that's not an, uh, an olympian be so supportive you know right and i also found the name of the pair meryl davis and charlie white is that who you're talking about they're team usa that's might not might no, not be i'm talking, talking about them. they're from canada like i've said this like four times i know but like Go i canada. thought that like <laughs> okay but this is who i was talking about they're team usa dancers mel davis and charlie white they skated together for two decades, and they had to be really upfront that they're not dating, even though they spend every day together, and they have for the past 20 years. Like, how does that not happen, though? I feel like I'm the type to fall in love with my co-athlete. Like, like no, I would be the for person real. And, like, some of these the performances, are, like, have so much... Like, the ones that I'm talking about, Team Canada here. <laughs> so, okay. The USA also brings the heat. Make no mistake about it. I think they got a gold medal. No, that's not possible yeah, because they got a gold Team medal Canada the got Sochi gold. Gained. Okay, well, I'm talking about 2014. Oh. So I think you're talking about 2018. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> but Anywho. mine with OGs. That's it. But, like, That's it. That's all I had to it's say. It's so crazy because, like, the amount of, like, um, like, a lot of these performances have, like, real, like, a lot of chemistry. Like, yeah. a lot of, like, these performances are sexy. Like, how are they going? They're very these, intimate. Yeah. They are. Like, how are they going through? Like, it's crazy. But I mean, that's, that's, because the, it, that's a, a true performer. Like, that is yeah. a true performer that can make the audience feel. Believe. That, yeah. But so. how can you not feel? That's what I'm thinking. I'm sorry. It's just like, there's a study that says that if you spend a certain amount of time with someone, you're almost guaranteed to fall in love with them. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if we're spending you know 16 hours a day with each other seven days a week for the next for the past 20 years since we were ch children how am i not gonna fall in love with you are you and like how are you me? not in love with me i'm in love with you oh. as a friend i love you. like really because like we talk every day <laughs> that's I why i asked that. you i was like oh speaking of this and the flame never about. dies the flame never dies the flame never it dies has we, we have like that that's perfect balance love. of not talking to each other versus like talking <laughs> to each other obviously. because i feel like we understand like i feel like it can get toxic when people are all consuming mm -hmm. and like it's just like you're relying on that person but we're both like independently amazing together and i think that that's the perfect balance perfectly said girl perfectly said and speaking perfect. of friendship i think we should dive a little bit into just a few things that we really got into in high school. <laughs> Girl, you're going to have to be more specific because me and Shifani got into a lot of 
a lot of conundrums, a lot of interesting situations in high school, as you guys all know from our previous story times. So what <laughs> I really want to dive into, though, is like, since we have been talking about like the Olympics and all of that, in my head, immediately, my head went to guys. Okay, Chinaza and I joined track and field. <laughs> And honestly, I don't know why I'm laughing because we were pretty good at it. <laughs> and more so, yeah, we Chinaza was yeah, really we good at good. it. Like, I was okay. I was okay. And I quit because of academics. <laughs> okay, wait. I put you on a pedestal and then I said I was okay. You can't say that you're okay because then if you, call, if you say you're okay, that means that I was bad. <laughs> okay, I was good, but I still quit. To, yeah, but like, that's okay. Like, you can be good yeah. at something and decide that that's not a priority, you know? Uh, that's that's Shivani's word of wisdom or words of wisdom for today. Cause honestly, Shivani be dropping gems. Like I'll be listening to her talk, and I'll literally quote her on things <laughs> she says because some of it is very wise. And that was one of them. Yeah, I know. Thank you. I appreciate. <laughs> appreciate that no literally of course girl but but yeah yes. no i think that i guess like what i'm like vividly remembering is just like our high school days like when we would have track and then track would finish and we would walk to wawa and do our like little thing and usually what would happen yes. a lot of the times is we had other things after track practice or like after the sports practice. Like we had more extracurriculars following. We, did, we went to those before. We came to track late. That's how much track wasn't a priority goal. <laughs> we would go because school ended at 2.06. And then from 2.06 to 3.15 10, or 3.10, we would go to our, 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 sport, our club events, like extracurriculars. And then because I think that that's why it was so great that we did it together because we would come to everything late together for the most so we, part. So we had so each other like, as like a um, support. support. So like... Because it can be embarrassing. No coach can like just be mad at one. Like they have to be mad at both of us. And we like both of us would have no to... And that's no problem. Yeah. And both of us would have to do <laughs> drills. Both of us would have to do abs. Like whatever the consequence was, like... Both of us were in it together. <laughs> exactly. And that made it so much better because I feel like when you're doing it alone, like, for example, if like one of us weren't wasn't there for some other reason, me coming in late by myself, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, like I'm going to have to face Moody alone. Like, <laughs> what am I going to tell her? Because she would be putting us to work like Moody she was, she was our also throwing coach. Yes. Uh, and she was also like. This is what she actually did. Like, oftentimes, like, most coaches are also teachers on the side. So they have, like, you know, a little bit more of a softer approach to how they do things. But Moody was also, a, like, a fitness trainer outside of teaching. So she, was, she taught was physics her and then she was a fitness trainer. Yeah, I think, like, She that, loved it. Yeah, that and, like, um, being a coach was more of, the pa of her passion than, like, what she was actually teaching. I mean don't quote me on that like if she's listening to this i don't know i believe it too but that's i think so that's too. what that's what was at least portrayed to us but yeah it was crazy i mean it was still a great experience like i would never trade trade it for anything like i i really like learned amazing techniques i did amazing ab workouts i was really in it for the ab workouts no actually can we talk about it because shivani she would always she wasn't even 
apologetic about it or she wouldn't even try to hide it she was like listen i'm here for the abs like (laughs) and she would like see like she would see the improvement over time and be satisfied she'd be like "Ooh, i'm really in shape right now like she would still do it to this day i think that's like honestly like how you have to like um see improvement everyone does it like takes mirror pictures like in high school that's literally what i did like i would be like okay like if i'm starting this like i have to see the improvement every day with these moody's workouts or something else because every day i would see like an improvement whether it was like my shoulders or like my my arms like were more toned or like I don't know, like, everything, like, was just getting more toned, and I was like, this is awesome, and then the following year, we quit, and I lost everything, because I, I refused I to know. go to the gym, <laughs> like, I know, I also felt bad, because, like, when I saw her for the next two years, I was just like, dang, like, I know I had potential, and I know, I know she was, like, investing in me, like, she saw me as someone who could go far, and I kind of let her down by not continuing, but hey, that's why our school had tournaments <laughs> so it's okay I can explain so pretty much even for the people who weren't like athletes at our school we were very unique in the sense that our school had also tournaments available that the students would actually run and me and Shivani were a part of both organizations that ran these tournaments because me and Shivani were a part of everything in high school so again had, like, I think those, Shivani said we this, this entrepreneurial one. side and I feel like these tournaments perfectly like took out those tapped into it yeah and so of course we're gonna be doing it (laughs) yeah like it it's so pretty much our high school is big like you already know this um probably about 2400 to 2500 kids in the whole school so that's a lot of kids like a quarter of 10,000 like it's really a lot of children (laughs) not children a lot of high schoolers teenagers but um so we ran like the different organizations like Future Business Leaders America, Key Club, um, class councils would run sports tournaments for students both in athletics and not in athletics. And we had um, specifically two that stuck. We would have the VBAT, which is like our volleyball tournament. And I think it was like 300 to 400 people, teachers included and community members who would participate in that and then we also with Shivani single-handedly even though she had a partner single-handedly my partner ran. doing nothing <laughs> <laughs> very true but you put on a brave face <laughs> and braved it alone but <laughs> she ran nerf ball which I'll let her explain it's pretty much a dodgeball tourney but yeah so it's I mean, yeah, you explained you explained it. It's basically like a dodgeball. <laughs> Two words. <laughs> Boom. It's basically a dodgeball tournament, but um it's like softer it's like the softer nerf balls rather than the actual like dodge balls. Which you might think is, oh, that's lighter, that's easier, that's softer on people. No. These I don't know what what kind of magical, mystical arms these people were using. They were baseball players. Balls. That's the baseball players were the ones that signed oh up for Oh my gosh, the bagel shop boys. They, Come on. The bagel shop <laughs> The bagel shop men. Do you remember that? All those teams. Yes. I have that somewhere logged into my 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 Google Drive somewhere. Like I if I really dug deep, like I could find like all the rosters. Because like Essentially, like, that's what Chanaz is saying is, like, in these tournaments, you organize everything. You have to create the bracket system. You have to um, 
make sure that the 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 players are allowed to play like academically that there's no right. academic probation you have to collect the money you have to collect the phone numbers you have to communicate with them and have captain like meetings. she's you're doing a lot packets like you have to get a lot of signatures a lot of approval you're getting sponsorships you're like putting together the program you're doing the lights you're doing the sound you're like coordinating with like janitors you're like making sure the janitors get paid for their time you're inviting community members to come to support you're like talking to the press of atlantic city to get coverage like it's a lot and i watched shivani go through it and yeah she like went through a lot like and you know i was there for moral support i no, i she was there the whole of- time like the the thing though is is like um unfortunately like we did have like a i'm not to go into details because i think it's in one of these podcasts like talking about the situation that happened but like like chanaz and i were always together in a lot of these events but what ended up happening was that chanaz was not able to run for an e-board position with um fbla which was fbla is the the organization that runs nerf ball and then vbat volleyballathon is key club so Mm -hmm. essentially um chinaza was just always there but she didn't have the e-board position so it wasn't like she she was she wasn't able to actually get all the information and be like my partner in like right. doing the work so it yeah. it all kind of went on my shoulder which is fine <laughs> exactly but um so yeah so she she was there both of the years that i had run it um because the years prior i was kind of just like learning and then I think junior And then year. she got thrown into it. And yeah, junior with year, it, a lot of the my partner and expectations. Exactly. Junior year, my partner and I got put into it. Um, but yeah, I easily realized that there was no partner. And then my... Even though he did get a handsome, he handsomely collected Oh, he glowed up. He glowed it. up for sure. And honestly, like... I, I didn't even mean physically. Oh. I, I did not mean physically. I meant that he handsomely collected the, oh. the credit for <laughs> your work dead. and labor. I thought you said... I'm crying. He did also glow up, though. I'm not going to lie. He glew up. But yeah, yes, correct. Correct about the other thing, too. Like, oh, my God, this man loved to take credit. It was just honestly amusing at that point. Even with VBAT, like... Because with VBAT... Like, oh, he also did... He also planned volleyball a It was so wow. funny. Because with volleyball-a-thon, the thing was, though, I was never in charge of it. Like, I was just there to help. And then my last year, um, while Chinaza was VP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was VP. She was and VP of I, I was treasurer the year before, so I think I actually did more as treasurer than I did as VP. You definitely... That's that usually was, the case. <laughs> VP does... They do nothing. <laughs> but um, it looks amazing on the resume. Anyway. <laughs> um, So yeah, while she was a VP, I was nothing in um my township's key club. But for the state key club, I was. And so I just showed up to like rep like new jersey key club it was actually funny because you were like a supervisor like it's like weird because you had authority you didn't but you also did like i had no authority like you didn't have authority there but it's like it's just interesting because what was it called again what you were a district i was a district lieutenant district lieutenant right because i was about to call you an attorney general (laughs) i don't know why i'll take it i'll take it (laughs) 
Oh, LTG was the LTG acronym. Lieutenant I was like, there, Governor. It, there's no way I called you, went around calling you District Lieutenant. But as LTG, like, and it's interesting because you had it also, I think Huey also was LTG. Yeah, somebody so else like our close friends, the way the districts happen, it's, it honestly does sound like Hunger Games for those that like, does not they for those that do not understand wasn't that the theme one year too it was it was like it was one the, it was the theme that i was part like the that year that i was part of it the theme was hunger games um but yeah no like every state gets broken up into districts and then each district gets broken up into several key club chapters Factions. depending no i'm joking <laughs> i'm dead chapters chapters of um like high schools essentially and so huey our good friend he had our district covered so usually it's not like i can just go to another district and run so like i was kind of just chilling like doing my thing minding my business but then like a position opened because of like some complication and it was for district one which is like the district right next to district two which is ours it's perfect yeah and so i i applied i got it because she earnestly accepted the position wasn't the application or interview at like the local library honestly i don't even know if i had an interview hey it was she was that good, i y'all. think i just she didn't even have he to got have it interview. like i'm not gonna even lie i'm gonna have to think back but i think i just told huey that i was interested and then maybe they asked for like my resume and then i think i got it <laughs> she's being humble she definitely had to go through certain things but you know hey no i'm not gassing i'm queen. just being honest like i think because like I think they were also, like, in dire need to fill a position, you know? Because, like, it wasn't election. It was, like, mm. we need to fi- fill a position. So, I yeah. don't know. It doesn't matter. That's besides the point. But, um, yeah, so, like, at VBAT, my partner for FBLA was also in charge of VBAT that year. And, oh, my God, I vividly... He re- put in the energy in VBAT mm-hmm. and not... Did in- he? Because I I hey. remember I remember him sitting down for that one too. Yo, whatever he was doing, it he worked. Killed it. it clearly worked. <laughs> good for him. But like, I vividly remember because like our other two good two good friends, they were they really wanted to join. Um, I was gonna say SGA, but that's a uh, university. But they they really wanted to join student council, but then they didn't really like the vibe. I'm talking about um Zara and Ajay oh yeah and those two girls like they love like music especially like they like vibes like they like good vibes they want to create like they love creating playlists and stuff like that that's how they were used to help us a lot and so they created a playlist yeah we would use their music for events yeah it was really good too so they used a play like they had a playlist like a they wrote literally with by their own hand they by wrote hand by, they wrote a list of like really good songs for that year and then I had asked my partner, I was like, hey, do you want me to help you and create like maybe like a YouTube playlist or something? And I I helped, I created it. And then he's playing it at this to- VBAT tournament. All of a sudden I hear like some, one of our like peers be like, who made this playlist? Like it's banging. Oh my God, this man, <laughs> my partner. No, he didn't. He said, I did. <laughs> Please. And then I turned. Sorry, but no, but please. the funny thing is, I have to break it down into two syllables. Please, what? Please, no. And the no, this is the funniest thing. I mean, you had to be there because, like, 
I knew this guy was looking at me, like my partner, because he knew that he lied. Eye to eye, bro. He knows that he lied. each other face to face. Right. He knows that I lied. Uh, He knows that he lied, and I know he lied. So I think he was like, is she going to expose me? Like, is she going to be like, what? No. Like, I made the playlist. You know, like a lot of people do kind of like call them out. would do that. And like, so I just turned around. I, I just smiled. Like, I think I was laughing low key. And I was, I let it go because I was like, I don't really want a credit for a playlist, but like, what was a necessity for you to? What was the point of that, bro? Yeah. To claim, <laughs> which you didn't do. But hey, it's, it, for, honestly, in this world, the amount of people who take credit for things they didn't do, all the presidents you love, their quotes, they didn't write them. Like, oh, yeah. I don't Come even know now. who said what at this point because I doubt John F. Kennedy said, Ask not what your what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Good job to whatever intern wrote that in the nineteen sixties who was unpaid. Literally, <laughs> that's probably if you think what about that. Isn't that crazy? Like a lot of these famous like quotes and famous like speeches, they're not written by them. It's written by like an intern. I would always think that like who's writing these like speeches? Who has time for this? Because you guys are campaigning day in and day out or listening to your constituents or talking to community members. When do you have time to sit down and write speeches and memorize them? A, they don't write the speeches and B, they don't memorize them either. It's teleprompter. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, they don't memorize. What are you talking about? They're just really great at reading off of a teleprompter. Um, But sorry, I digress. Pretty much, yeah. um, So we... Like Shivani said in episode one, we kind of ran the school a little bit in certain aspects. Like in we really episode did. one, you're hilarious. She said, as you she did. Said. I remember Shivani saying, "I we ran the school," and I was like, "Hold on." But I mean, we did also like we were the grease behind a lot of um, what took place at our school. No, we really did. It's enjoyed. okay though. We don't have to take credit because everyone knows. <laughs> like, they will after listening to this pod. But the one new tournament that we brought to the school, um, me and, as you guys know, me and Shivani were on class council, the Shivani on class council the first two years as secretary, and I was treasurer um, all four years. Obviously, there was static about why um, she didn't continue being secretary. I'll and say it because I really don't care. It's because the advisor had some issue because she was being fed some lies and obviously she formed an opinion that no educator should be prematurely it was a premature opinion about you without really even knowing you right that was my issue right and it's like you're getting that those opinions from another teenager but it's fine i think as an educator you should not be creating those opinions but it happened and i think clearly like my ego is way too big i think i don't I didn't think at the time I deserved that. And I still don't think I deserved it. So obviously I removed myself from the situation, which I'm pretty sure that's exactly what she wanted <laughs> to have happened. So best of both But it was both. also good for you. And honestly, you you were respecting yourself in the workplace before that was even something that was like widely talked about. And so kudos to you, like big respects. Cause a lot yeah, of people but at the same tolerate. time, I could have stood up for myself and just kept taking the beating. <laughs> <laughs> like oh yeah that know? could have also happened it goes both ways but you but know either way you were able to collect the bag in a lot of other areas absolutely i wouldn't have been able to do what i did with fbla if i was still in because i think council. fbla meetings were the same day like and fbla didn't allow 
that too so hey it all worked out for the best exactly but shivani was there both years that we ran our laser tag tournament um so that was something that actually she was there the first year laser tag was created our sophomore year freshman year we like drove out our first advisor we came up with the idea freshman year though but he just couldn't handle it execute he couldn't handle it like our advisor freshman year he was not an executor he was a dreamer and we appreciated and respected him for that and we loved him because he never said no he never said no he always was like actually wait he actually did say no a lot <laughs> yeah, he said like, i don't know he where told us that we were this. thinking too big sometimes he tells us to calm down but he low-key still allowed us to ha- to do things crazy just because he was too too lazy to stop us sometimes but things never and actually speaking happened. of that though we actually it's so funny because we were best friends with our vp our, our vice principal for ah! for that um year and we would always go to our vp and just talk immense crap about our this advisor that we had and i really do think that it was us that like got him i think that we like convinced him to reconsider who he was employing for that (laughs) position yeah (laughs) i said that in a lot more of a refined way that was perfectly said i think i'm gonna have to clip it But you can probably deduce what I'm saying because few people, the funny thing about us as a duo is few people will make friends with their administrators who have the ability to really actively punish you or affect your permanent record very negatively. And we looked that fear in the eye and we said, yes, you're my best friend. So <laughs> I don't like, even know how this friendship friends happened. Vice principal. I still don't remember how this friend that friendship had happened, but it did. <laughs> it was one of my favorite friendships that we. And developed. I think we told him about our idea for laser tag too. Um, I think that's where we started like forming that idea, and then obviously like once the first advisor left, the second advisor we had for the second year, and that's when we started putting all the pieces together. Yeah, our second advisor said no more often, but she was an executor, so we did get it done. But yeah, we had it. We got it done sophomore and junior year. But sorry, I keep on saying but a lot. But <laughs> our sophomore year, me and Shivani were running the snack booth for a good portion of the tournament like we were selling pretty basic stuff because our advisor was like let's not go crazy this year so i'm pretty sure we're only selling pretzels and water um and maybe gatorade pretzels water gatorade that's it so we were just running the booth obviously we're chatty and obviously a lot of boys at that age are very immature so i don't remember the situation 100 percent. i know we were you know chatting with a guy on the other side. I don't even know if he was cute or not. Was he cute? Confirmation? I actually really don't remember either. I don't remember his face. I don't remember. I don't really. remember the face. I actually don't even remember the sucker punching because I think what ended up happening was like, there, like the three of us, we were like chatting, whatever, but I'm just like kind of, you know, doing my thing. And then I think you and him got into like, I don't want to say heated, but I think he was like, you weren't doing your thing. You were also involved. Shivani. I think, no, what were you doing your thing doing what you were counting the pretzels. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think so. Okay. I know you're laughing. You're like a kiki. Ki, why would you do that? But I think that like I was behind the desk and he was provoking you more, you know, like I was obviously a part of the conversation, but for some reason, 
maybe it was because you said that you knew karate or something. I think that was involved in this conversation. I don't really know. Yeah, because I'm a black belt in Tung Sudo guy. Yeah, but like something happened where like the conversation kind of like shifted more to like you. So like I wasn't immensely involved. I don't know how the sucker punching you happened. You weren't getting as ticked off as I was. Yeah, no, you got he was saying some mad. things. He was provoking me. And I don't, honestly, I don't often get provoked. Like I'm very much a calm person. But I don't remember the details of how I got over the desk. Oh, well, you didn't jump over the desk or anything. You just walked over it. I mean, bar, like you know, no, around this it. is what happened. I think this is why things got crazy. He was being an immature boy, and he started getting like physical, and he tried wait, to climb. At the, wait, I'm you sorry. Was he it, tried to barge into the the tennis booth? The tennis, um, where the tennis balls are kept. Yeah, because we were, no, we were actually inside of an actual room because we were selling things from the snack booth. Like our snack booth was actually its own cemented building with a cutout where you sell things through the wall. Oh, he tried I know to what jump you're talking into, about. Yeah, sorry guys. There were two scenarios. I think we're going to spend another podcast talking about the other punching episode. But did I punch? I only punched one person. No, there was like another moment that happened like outside. It might have been the same guy. Anyway, let's finish we'll this debrief one. that one. Yeah. And another one. It might have been the same annoying person. But he guys, he tried to jump into the snack booth that we were selling food through and harass us. You. And I was like, no. Like that's that's not right. That's not fair. I'm sorry. You can't come in here. There's I think money it was here, sexism. Honestly, now that I'm remembering it, I think it was like, oh, you can't punch. I think it was something like that where um, he was provoking you in that way, where it was like, oh, you can't hit. Like, what are you talking about? Like, okay, hit me. Yeah. So no, a, he, he was said that. Physical. That's exactly what he said. B, he was being sexist. So I had to teach this. That's boy exactly lesson. what he said. He was like, hit me. All right, you have a black belt. Like, hit me. Hit me. <laughs> okay. So this is why I'm gonna get acquitted in court. A he got physical first and harassed us you B, oh who asked me specifically but both of us because we were both inside of the booth yeah i guess b oh i forgot my b Ooh. oh that's not a good look oh his <laughs> b oh he was sexist that was b he was sexist and c he told me to <laughs> it was actually not an involuntary act it was volunt. it was actually it was a, an act that he requested I was only de- I would delivering love to see on a you service. in court one day. <laughs> that is what happened. Cause he, so he said, hit me. And I was like, oh, you know, I was thinking about my record and stuff. I was like, I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm not trying to get anything struck in on my record. So I wasn't going to do it. But then he literally was just like, do it. Like he wanted it. So. It wasn't even like, do it. It was more like, hit me. You won't. Hit me. You won't. Right. You won't. You won't. You won't ta- taunting me like you can't. And then hit. you stepped out Girls of like that hit. booth, and then you did it. And then it wasn't even like. I, a and sucker. I actually like this is the only time I did karate, and you know we have gear in karate. You know you you tap to get the point, but you don't dr- like fully drive your full weight into what you're doing because that's like it's a state like it's not a stage fight, but you're trying Mm-mm. to d- demonstrate your skill. You're not trying Mm-mm. to actually knock someone Mm-mm. out. You're not trying to knock someone out, but the problem. I'm not the problem, but this is the first time I've ever done this is where I actually put my full weight into a punch and he had no gear just to teach him a lesson, you know? So I actually drove my, I actually, this is the first time I felt my fist go into someone's like stomach. I didn't go for the chest. I went for the stomach, which is safe. Like if you're not gonna. That's crazy. You know, I like remember like 
I don't remember the fist part, but I remember like your foot. And like I don't your knee. I I have loose memories of a foot, but because it's not confirmed, I'm not gonna talk okay, about it. That just <laughs> confirms that you like blacked out or something. No black okay. I really don't know what fully happened, but all I remember is a punch and I remember him leaning over. Yeah. I think I demonstrated a kick to him. I don't think I kicked him. Okay. Cause word. I don't think because kicking him that would have been hard to even do properly i feel like but i definitely i think i remember a soccer punch because i punched a soccer um and i think that's yeah, a that perfect spot <laughs> to end the podcast end the you know podcast. don't tolerate sexist immature men i'm not a, i'm not an advocate for punching people i think don't think violence is the answer but sometimes when people ask for it and they're also being jerks you have to stand up for yourself. Exactly. And I'm never again standing up for yourself. Exactly. And honestly, you guys already know, but we have our spiel. Search us up on Spotify, Call Me Whenever Podcast, and also on Apple Podcasts. Leave, give us the five. Absolutely. Five stars all the time. Always comment, rate us tell your friends that's something new i'm gonna start saying tell your friends about us because you can't just be having a guilty little pleasure listening to our beautiful voices in your ears and actually i also need to do my song and i guess i'm gonna do kim possible because i can't really think of anything else but actually maybe i'll do um the shakira thing for the olympics since we're on our whole olympics feel it's time for africa so that was i think that was the fate that was the best olympic oh that was the fifa world cup oh my gosh sorry guys that was the fifa world cup but that's still one of the best like sports tournament we love football and with that as always remember to call us whenever bye guys love you